Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Short-handed Spooner in front, and she scores! Back-to-back goals by Natalie Spooner. There is nothing stopping this woman. Natalie Spooner scored three goals last night for Toronto in the Professional Women's Hockey League game. No matter who wins tomorrow's night's match between Toronto and Montreal... That game is already going to be one for the books. More than 18,000 fans will be at Toronto's Scotiabank Arena to watch what's being called the Battle on Bay Street. It's a record number for the fledgling professional women's hockey league. And while our next guest won't be in the stands, she most certainly will be there in spirit. Dagmar Bocher was one of the first girls to play organized hockey against boys in Ontario back in the 1960s. And since the PWHL launched in January, she has watched and rewatched every single game. Dagmar, good morning. Good morning, Matt. Who are you rooting for tomorrow? Oh, I can't tell you that. Oh. Of course, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Toronto. <laughs> That's where my dad took me to every game, for sure. Tell me a little bit about hockey and, and, and how old you were when you started playing hockey. I There's a picture on of my family on Christmas morning, and I would be, I think, eight. My two sisters would have been five and four, and they received baby carriages for their baby dolls and i received one of those tabletop tabletop hockey games mm. with and it was montreal and toronto where the little metal players that you could move around so shortly after that i'm sure i started playing ball hockey on the street with the boys what did you love about playing hockey oh i loved being outside i loved uh i loved running around i loved the wind against me uh i loved the just having fun in the team spirit and I think the camaraderie. I love being out with the kids on the street. You mentioned the boys. How did you end up playing on that boys team? This is 60 years ago in 1964. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I think they had to invite me because my parents bought me a a hockey net from Canadian Tire and a goalie stick. So I had the equipment Uh, and I was a good player. So they'd be coming to the door in the evenings after supper and asking my mom if I could come out and play hockey. What did your mom think of that? Uh, I'm, I think she was uncomfortable and for a while she let that go. But as I grew older, she did pull me aside at one point and tell me that she didn't feel it was appropriate that I do that anymore. What is this business? Maybe this is connected, but what is this business of you, what, climbing out of a window to go and play hockey? I, with my mother, I always decided it was better to take the punishment than ask for the permission. So I uh, I wanted to play so desperately. I wanted to be outside, and I just loved the game. And and we had one of those 1950s bungalows with the high windows, and I just jumped out the window. My hockey stick was outside, and I took my my punishment when I came back in in the evening. So you left your stick outside knowing that you could grab it on your way out? Yes. <laughs> I was a clever child. You were. What do you <laughs> What do you remember about about playing on that boys team? Uh, you know what? I, I I don't have. I in fact, I didn't even think that I touched that puck. I was credited with an assist, 
But this week, I met with the coach who is still alive, Harvey Webster. Wow. He's 85 years old. I met him at a Tim's and Lindsay. And he says, by all means, you did touch that puck. You were a fast skater. But I do remember, uh, in particular, waiting at uh, for a face-off. And I could hear two elderly women sitting in the stands right behind me. And I say elderly, but they they were about 70, which is exactly the age I am now. And I heard one of them say to the other, Muriel, I think that's a girl. And the other one said, don't be ridiculous. That's <laughs> so. Your mom perhaps was not particularly pleased with you playing, but you love the game. How, how long did you play? I mean, are you, are you still playing? Do you play pickup? Tell me what the game means to you now. We'll get to the PWHL in a moment. But in your own life, what does the game mean to you now? I, I did play uh, for a while, but then, then it, I, when you hit high school, other things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you develop a new set of friends and boys grow up and I grew up and so I, I did let that go after I left high school and went to university. Uh, but I did pick it up again, I would say, in my mid-40s, up until my early 50s. Um, and I joined a league in Toronto, um, but discovered as I played that I was the slowest player on the ice. I was always in the wrong end of the rink. I was down at one. I just managed to get down to one end, and they happened to be already in the other. And I realized it was time for me to stop playing in leagues with women who are 20 and 30. What did it mean to you when you heard there was going to be this professional women's hockey league? I mean, there have been attempts at this before, but this was this was set up as as the real opportunity to create a venue where women could play, where women could be paid proper amounts to play, but also that this would showcase the game at this level. What did it mean to you when you heard this? I, I was astounded. I was dumbfounded. I uh, heard about it probably uh, in August or September, and I wasn't that aware of it because uh, uh, my partner and I, our house had burned down, and I was in the midst of finalizing all the construction details, and, and the house was being finished, oh so goodness. I was focused more on that. But uh, I was so excited, so excited. And, and my partner's son-in-law uh, phoned to say that he had uh, season's tickets. Oh. And I went online a couple of days later and I was already too late. So you watched that first game on television? Oh my well, I tried to through my tears. I, I, was, uh, I, I was very emotional and, and still am most of the time. But yes, I did watch that first game on television. Can you tell me, I mean, where did that emotion come from, do you think? I think it was a, a combination of just remembering what that felt like. It's almost part of your genes. You know, it's like riding a bike. It's just in you, that feeling, that, that sound of the puck on the stick. Uh, and I think it was also, so the joy of that, but also sadness that if the times had been different, that could have been me, that I might have had that opportunity. Did you think about that, that, that had the runway been there, that that, that that could have been an opportunity for you? I, I think it could have. I was, uh, what Harvey Webster said to me this week was, you were a very athletic kid. You were just into everything. And I was. I was into all of the sports and I, and I loved it. So I think it, it might have been. What do you think that this league means for that next generation? Because one of the things, I mean, girls hockey, young women's hockey uh, across this country, 
has been a force for a while, but there hasn't been that place where they could see themselves playing at that elite level. So what, is the, what does this league do, do you think, for that? Well, exactly. When you look at the camera and where they pan in between, you know, face-offs, it's on the faces of young girls who are holding up signs for their 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 heroes and young boys, and it's hockey moms now bringing the girls in. So I, you didn't see that when I was watching hockey with my dad and went to the games. It was the dads who would take their boys for the most part. But now the audience are it's it's all young girls and boys, and they they see that that's a possibility for them. They're looking at mm. where they might be. Do you worry about the, the, the strength of the league? Again, people have tried this before. There's going to be 18,000 people in Toronto at this game. But in some of the games, there's just a few thousand people there. And, and the concern, people, people just worry about the durability of this league. Do you think it'll yeah. last this time? I think it will, because I, I think the young people who are in the stands, that that didn't happen before. They're going to carry this on. They're the ones who are playing in the leagues now with with uh, their parents taking them. So I think it will. When will you go and see a game in person? <laughs> well, my uh, my partner's son-in-law has offered me his tickets. I think it's March 20th. Mm -hmm. So, Andrew, you can't renege on that now. <laughs> you said it on the radio, so Andrew has, I said to, it has on to, the radio. to pony up those it tickets. Must be true. That's right. So uh, that's when I'm going. And having spoken to your coach, who talked about how great of a player you were back then, I mean, is there any bone in your body that is tempted to pick the stick up and get back out on the ice? Uh, absolutely. When uh, my partner's son-in-law and, and her grandkids come, and, and uh, her granddaughter is 11, Eloise, and uh, a grandson, Alistair, we play on the outdoor rink in Halliburton. And mm. Halliburton's a hockey town. A lot of NHLers have come from Halliburton. So uh, a few years ago, I bought sticks and we went to the little rink next to H&R Block. And just the feeling when I stepped on the ice, and luckily I didn't fall flat on my bum, but I stepped on the ice and that feeling just came back and we just played. And there's Eloise at 11, the same age that I was, being able to play and thinking nothing. That's awesome. It really is great. Um, I'm so glad to talk to you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Dagmar Bocher was one of the first girls to play organized hockey on a boys team in Ontario 60 years ago. And as you heard, still has the love of the game right now. If you want to catch that game tomorrow night between Toronto and Montreal, it's uh, on TSN. It can be streamed as well on the PWHL's YouTube channel. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.